Well, you know, we are in a flow with God here on Heart to Heart. I enjoy these sessions, man. Just give it to me, give it to me. You know, I have you with me, uh, an assistant in the recording of this, of this, these sessions, and say, would you like to go on? How long can you still go on? I can go on session after session because I'm talking the word. Paul is saying these words, a stunning statement in Philippians 3. He says, you know, after all of this, knowing all the things, he's the man that wrote all these books, the majority of the books, some 14 books of the New Testament. And he says, after it all, he says, you know, I, I, I press on that I may know him. And he says, in verse 11 of Philippians chapter 3, he says, not that I may attain to the resurrection that will raise me from the dead. Not that I've already obtained this being raised from the dead, this goal of being Christ-like or have already been made perfect. But I actively press on, there it is, press on, so that I may take hold of that perfection in which Christ Jesus took hold of me, took hold of me and made me his own. That word took hold of me, I want to tell you what, it is literally like the Afrikaans language. If you know the Afrikaans, here is the word, he grabbed hold of me. I would always stop here at this verse. And I would always think of Paul on the road to Damascus. You know, when you're going full house in the wrong direction, to be stopped by, by Christ, he's persecuting the, the, the Christ of the church. Suddenly he meets the Christ of the church. Or I could actually reverse it also. He was persecuting the Christians. Now he would meet the Christ of the Christians. He would then realize that this book is for real. The word is for real. If you say the book, Christ is that book. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And if to, after that, when the Bible was compiled, it's all the revelation of Jesus Christ unto the glory of God the Father. And he says, you know what? Christ Jesus took hold of me. And did he not? Did he not take that man and turn him around? God can turn you around the same way. Woo, I tell you, I had my meetings with God. I could never be the same again. I have by now built up knowledge of the word of the Lord. And I want to tell you, there is only one thing here. And that is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom to depart from evil as understanding. By my man-made human works, I cannot please him, but I know that by faith I can please him. If I follow the Holy Spirit, as the Bible says, if you follow the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit, I think it's uh, Romans 8.13, mortify, put to death the works of the flesh. I will live. Go read Romans chapter 8. I should actually give you the whole of that section up to, let's take it up to Romans chapter 8.16. Read it very intently and see how you can mortify the works of the evil flesh, the works of the flesh that are manifest, Galatians 5, 19 to 22, and then take have Christ take hold of you and change you but forever. May God change you forever and bring you peace. And he says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I've made it my own yet, but one thing I do, here is the verse, if not the verse of my life written by the apostle here, where he says, 
forgetting what lies behind and reaching toward what lies ahead. He says, but the one thing I do, I forget what is behind. We're too stuck with baggage. We should press on forward. Baggage causes like a ball and chain. What do you do with the past? You save the souls of the past that you can. What do you do with the past? You repent of sins. You ask God to wash you in the blood of Jesus and cleanse you and save you and write your name in the book of life. What do you do with the rest of the past? You can't change the past, but you can change your life now and you can change your future. May God help you to do and understand that. Forget those things that are behind. This is the day that the Lord has made for you today. Amen.